the best place to buy tires? Where's the best repair shop for my hybrid? Questions about your car? Drive into Dobbs. With more than 40 locations, our team of technicians will get the job done right the first time. For deals you can use, click on gotodobbs.com now. For over two decades, E&B Granite has been St. Louis's trusted name for kitchen, bathroom, and outdoor space renovations that are guaranteed to bring new life into your living spaces. Their skilled team will provide you with personalized customer service, fast turnaround times, and prices you won't find with big box stores. Support local and schedule free consultation at enbgranite.com or call them at 314-645-9300 or better yet, stop by the showroom and explore their massive inventory. Again, that's enbgranite.com. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on gotodobbs.com today. It's time for the Athletic Insider Report, brought to you by The Athletic, where you can find smart, in-depth St. Louis sports coverage for the diehard fan. No ads, no pop-ups, just quality journalism from an all-star team of writers. With Alex Ferrario and Tanner Hendricks, and I'm Brandon Kylie. Very happy to go out to the Brownie and Crouppen Celebrity Line for our weekly spot with our Cardinals insider. She works for The Athletic. You can follow her on Twitter at Katie J. Wu. She is Katie Wu. Katie, we always appreciate the time. How was your weekend? Gentlemen, good morning. I, you know, my weekend was, was pretty good. It was Nice to finally see that that light at the end of the tunnel after 17 straight games. Um, I know I'm just sitting there and writing, so I don't know how these guys go out and do it because I was beat Sunday night. Well, Katie, was it nice seeing the face that Yachty had after you asked uh, asked him about being 40 with okay. Wayno? <laughs> Look, I'm going to go out and I'm going to like try and, and defend myself here, even though that was just a really poorly phrased question. It was a good question. No, it was a good question. Fair question. I just loved Yachty's reaction to it because you and Zach Silver have gotten some great reactions from Yachty and Wayno this season. Oh, yeah, we're just killing it. You know, nothing like two new writers coming up with like arguably two of the most important franchise players in the history of the team. And, you know, we've been here for a month and this is the looks we get, right? But like in my defense, when the, the Zoom started, and I know it was on TV, it was the same time as the official scorer started announcing the pitching lines, and I couldn't hear anything, and Yachty couldn't hear anything, and I like had this whole question planned out so it would be like more sensitive to the age, but it happened twice. So by the third time, I was like, I just need to get this out before I get cut off again, and, and that was what happened. But it was it was a funny moment for sure. You know, I, I thought it was hilarious. I can't wait for the of moment. I can't, nothing wrong with being 40. I, I can't wait for the moment, Katie, when we can be in the clubhouses and we don't have to worry about that on Zooms anymore. Oh, me too. So bad. <laughs> Katie, I also wanted to ask you, we'll get into Cardinals baseball here in just a second. It was a great weekend. It was a great 17-game uh, stretch for them. What was your experience yesterday like uh, when it was, I think, 45 degrees at the start <laughs> of first pitch? Um, I had a lot of regrets because I don't like, I, I didn't have any winter clothes. And I know like 45 degrees is not necessarily winter, but I have like California and Arizona blood. So anything below 60 is freezing to me. Uh, I just remember I'm sitting, I sit next to Kamish Rick Hummel in the press box and we were bullying the other riders to close their windows because it was so cold. <laughs> and we we're like, close them. And the more we complained, the more people I think got tired of hearing about it. And eventually the windows were closed. That's all that matters. Hey, you got the yeah. job done. And at the end of the day, yeah, pressure, that is what you worked. needed. Peer pressure to get those windows up. Frankly, they shouldn't even be open unless it's 70. All right, Katie. So you talked about the age question that you had for Yadier Molina, for Adam Wainwright. And I 
cannot believe what we're watching right now from Wayno. He was spectacular once again yesterday. Can you put into context for us a little bit what we're watching right now with Adam Wainwright and Yachty, honestly, after what he did this weekend as well? Honestly, I mean, it's kind of poetic, right? It's very fitting that these two guys who have been a staple in, in Cardinals sports for, gosh, at least 15 years. It, it's very fitting that they're coming out and doing this again at a time where the, the Cardinals are a legitimate playoff contender and a playoff threat. Um, you know, and it's really cool to see, especially the, to do that together. I think yesterday was their 280th career start as battery mate. Just when you look at what Wainwright's doing, it's typical Wayno, right? He's never been the pitcher that has been overpowering with his fastball. He's always relied on his curveball, that the command that he has. You know, it's his go-to pitch. He can throw it for strikes or he can induce swings and misses there. And it's so fitting that in 2021, when we're seeing all this emphasize on fastball velocity, Wayno is just going out there and still doing his thing, and it's working. He looks like an, a completely different pitcher, and he credited a lot of changes he made to his lifestyle, his diet, the training staff with the Cardinals that brought him back, and he says he feels so much younger than he did four or five years ago, right? He keeps turning back the clock in the most absurd of ways, but, I mean, look at how he is on the mound. Look how much fun he's having. Even Look how much fun he's having even when he's not pitching, like the Jack Flaherty home run, right? That reaction was awesome. It's, he has this energy that you would find – maybe in like a little league field rather than a big league ballpark where you can just tell he feels really good. And if the Cardinals can have two ace caliber pitchers in Jack and Wayno, this is a completely different ball club. And it's really exciting to see, especially given all that, that Wainwright has meant to the city. You know, Katie, you mentioned it there, and that's something that's really stuck out to me. And I know the, the guys have talked about it on, on pregame Zooms and postgame Zooms, talking about just how close the, the team is in, you know, Wainwright talking about how he really feels like this team can compete in the National League. But you're seeing how close they are. I mean, Wayno celebrating Jack Flaherty, you know, Jack Flaherty celebrating Adam Wainwright's pitching duels. I mean, it just seems like it, it's, a, it's a team mentality right now that this Cardinals team really hasn't had for some years. No, you're, you're exactly right. And, you know, I, I know that I haven't been here for those last years, but just from what I've seen over the weekend, we saw the, our, our first look at the Cardinals a lineup with everybody healthy, you know, knock on wood and, and in the positions where they were meant to be playing and all the roles that were designed in the off season for each player. And the result was a sweep. And yes, it was over Colorado, but a sweep is a sweep, right? And what they're doing is it just seems like everyone has slotted into the roles, again, that they were projected for where they were you know, supposed to have the most success, and it's working. You have Tom Yedden and Dylan Carlson as probably one of the best one-two combo hitters in baseball, setting the table for guys like Paul Goldschmidt, Nolan Arenado, Paul DeYoung, and Yachty. And it's the back end of the lineup and Tyler O'Neill and Harrison Bader who bring just the amount of confidence they bring defensively I think is unmatched. But if they can hit league average, and right now it is looking like they can, I, I do not think that the NL Central is as close as everyone thinks it will be if all of these things can, things can continue happening. So it's, it's been exciting to see. Um, it, we're just, you know, for as, as flustered as everybody was in the beginning of the year with the injuries and people playing out of position, now we're kind of getting a look at what this team actually looks like and what they can be, and it's really encouraging. We're talking to Katie Wu here on 101 ESPN for another few minutes. Katie, I love, I'm so glad that you brought up the one, two at the top of the order, because one of the things that we've talked so much about, you'd be amazed over the last few years is what one through four looks like relative to the rest of the national league. And in particular, the contenders, the real contenders in the national league. And so we'd look over to the Dodgers or the Padres and like, man, the, the Cardinals just don't really match up with them. You've spent plenty of time around teams like the Dodgers and the Padres. 
How do you think the Cardinals top of the order now stacks up against those teams? I think honestly that the Cardinals top of the order is one of the most underrated in baseball. And I think they like it that way. I, I mean, I was cracking up yesterday looking at the game notes because we got to the Tommy Edmonds section and it was like half a page of things <laughs> he was leading. I was, I just, I kept, it kept going on and on. And I was like, is, is this like just the Tommy Edmonds show? And I, I think that Tommy in particular is probably one of the most underrated players in the national league. You combine that with Dylan Carlson, who was finally garnering some national league rookie of the year conversation, but you know, not a lot of, of national talk around both of them. I mean, these are two switch hitters that get on base. And when you have guys, again, like Goldie and Arenado and Yachty and DeYoung behind them, pitchers are kind of in a bind there. Like, what, what can they do? They can't, you know, it's, it's one through six. It's a very viable threat. Um, and I think that's what we're going to see. We'll see a little bit more of a, a tougher test and why this upcoming week is so important with the Brewers in San Diego. Because the Cardinals have had a very, you know, all things considered, relatively easy strength of schedule. So if Tommy Edmond and Dylan Carlson can continue setting the table against teams like the Brewers and this weekend on, on two primetime television games in San Diego, that, that success, I think, there, what, how much they do, what they put together, will say a lot about how the rest of the lineup looks down the road. Katie, final one from me. You know, you talked about that one through six in the, in the batting order, and then it gets to that seven and eight position. And I know Tyler O'Neill hasn't really be, been hitting there, but how big is it to have those two accent pieces hitting in Tyler O'Neill and Harrison Bader? Yeah, exactly. You know, like I said, if they can do league average, if, if they can continue just producing right around the median there, I think that's. That's all they really need to do. Their defense, again, speaks for itself. Anytime there's a fly ball hit to Harrison Bader, I've been really impressed at just the first step. It's always correct every time. It's just the natural instinct he has in center field. And Tyler has this two and left. It's kind of uncanny just watching them rehab that instant reaction time, having that confidence. And they make plays that look so difficult routine. Um, so, you know, they're, they're valued for their defense in the offense or their defense in the outfield, which is something that was not great in the beginning of the year. Right. So if they can hit, that's just an added bonus. And I've been really encouraged by what Harrison has been doing against right-handers, especially their breaking balls. I know that has been a bit of a concern for him and something that he's troubled with in the past, but again, early sample size, it looks like he's making the turnaround and he's been able to, to make contact on those pitches and, and turn them into production. So if you, again, have a one through six, that is what the one through six looks like for the Cardinals, and you have their seven and eight hitters hitting league average, that's about as good as, it, as, it's about as, good as you can ask for, honestly. Final question for Katie Wu of The Athletic. Find her work over on The Athletic. Make sure that you subscribe over there as well. It's a fantastic subscription. You get Katie's work. You get Jeremy Rutherford's work and everything from around Major League Baseball as well. It's full, It's well worth the price of admission. Katie, the Cardinals are about to enter a six-game stretch with three games on the road against Milwaukee and then three games on the road against San Diego. These are two really quality opponents. You mentioned they haven't had the highest strength of schedule lately. What are you most intrigued to see in this six-game stretch that they're about to enter? I think it's the level of competition. I mean, obviously, you know, the Brewers are a division rival. That's probably who they're going to be going head-to-head against throughout the season. So those games are really important, and it brings a different element of, of the game to it, even if it is in May. And for the Padres, you know, this is a team that had a lot of expectations. They've been scuffling a lot kind of from the start. They've had a lot of injuries, too. Uh, Blake Snell hasn't really gotten going the way that they've been hoping to. Uh, and I think it can both teams, both the Padres and the Cardinals, can make a major statement this weekend. Again, Saturday's games on Fox Sports 1, Sunday's Sunday Night Baseball. If they can continue, you know, how that series goes, 
one team will have the opportunity to kind of push their narrative farther. So for me, it's about the level of competition the Cardinals will face, how they're going to stack up against it, and what they look like when, you know, I know that, again, it is May, and these aren't the same as games in September necessarily, but they do have the same level of competition and maybe, you know, the right to prove, you know, that, hey, we can take on these best teams. We are one of these best teams, too. Why is nobody talking about us? She's Katie Wu. Find her work over on The Athletic and be sure to give her a follow on Twitter as well. She's at Katie J. Wu. Has some great articles over there wrapping up the weekend for the Cardinals. One on Jack Flaherty. She's got another one on Adam Wainwright. All well worth your time. Katie, we always appreciate your time each and every Monday here on 101 ESPN. Have a good off day and we'll talk to you again next week. Sounds good, guys. Talk to you guys next week. Thanks, Katie.